Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money of M89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang with you. It's time now for the bigger picture. And in focus is all three local banks. Because, Ryan, when was the last time all three local banks reported bank earnings? Yeah, I'm checking my memory. My, I'm checking my hard drive. And Can I really find, don't right? remember when this happened. All you, three local banks. You know what happened? Uh, probably in the whatever department they were going, yeah, but you know, long weekend, uh, boss. So let's all report on the 29th. <laughs> Boom. Maybe. That's what happened. So here's the lowdown. You've got all three local banks also, by coincidence, reporting a 10% drop in their quarterly profits for the first quarter. So that's year on year. It's accompanied by declines in revenues from their drag down from wealth management businesses affected by weaker markets. To get the bigger picture, we've got Kelvin Wong. He is an analyst at CMC Markets. Morning, Kelvin. Hiding today. Hey, good morning. Uh, great. Uh, looking forward to the long weekend after a exciting week. Yeah, yeah. let's In get through market, this yeah. first and yeah. earn that weekend. Kelvin, let's look at those numbers. Quite a lot to get through. Sure. So start with your overview first, your first impressions. How much of a surprise mm. were the numbers? How did it align for expectations? Okay, to me, uh, it's more or less a win my expectation because I also do uh, reckon that overall uh, it, it will be kind of a drag down by uh, macro headwinds, mm. which actually uh, hemp, uh, hit by you know the, 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 the reason for volatility. In, in the stock market as well as the FX market. So definitely the hit will be on the wealth management business on our local banks. But what's interesting on the positive side is that name, which is non-interest margin, right. uh, starts to actually improve, I would say, this quarter after being seen in the last four quarters on a kind of a downtrend. So overall, we start to see a uh, non-interest margin name increase on the average between three basis points to two basis points for the three local banks. So that is the positive side of the story or the positive side of this uh, Q1 earnings. And also uh, what surprised me over here is that it seems to me that despite macro headwinds, that kind of hindered uh, a bit of economic weakness that is seen in developed uh, markets like in the U.S., this loan loss provision number seems to be pretty stable. We also have pretty stable uh, also NPL, non-performing loans as well. Uh, so it's all these are kind of the bright spots for the three local banks. Yeah, lots to break down. And you mentioned the NPLs. Um, we saw the US banks bracing for worse to come because of all the uncertainties. So to some extent, they uh, actually brace and put aside more money for those loan loss provisions. But I think not as much here as you pointed out. We'll try to expand into all those points. And let's start sure. first with the weaknesses. We saw a 10% drop year on year. Kelvin, what do you make of this? Is this going to continue on this trajectory as we see it come off uh, well, yes. high base to some extent? If you look at it over here, it's definitely due to the uh, high base effect. Uh, of course, we look at last quarter, our, our three local banks uh, are kind of a, call it a higher level of uh, profitability. So right now, uh, what we see is a kind of a drop off from this high base effect. And going forward over here is definitely uh, one one uh, primary concern that I have is this uh, ongoing uh, macro headwinds. Mm. So uh, macro headwinds, we're talking about uh, definitely, let's start from the you know global central banks, uh, hawkish uh, monetary policy, uh, we call guidance, and even in the Actions. So all this could actually add on to number one, a uh, global higher cost of funding. So that could actually eventually lead to a kind of a liquidity squeeze, a squeeze mm. uh, that time to trigger down to even our local economy. So that that kind of a lagging effect. So I do reckon that uh, perhaps in the next, in the near term to the medium term, we may start to see more profitability 
profitability slowdown in our three local banks as loan goals uh, might get hit and also uh, NPR will start to slowly inch up as well. Do not forget over here is that we are not a kind of we are a small open economy so we kind of dependent on what the, 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 the uh, greater economy is actually the mechanism of the greater economy and also do not forget over here is that China so Asia growth itself is kind of intervened with China in the last five years or so. So for sure, we know that what what's happening in China right now, there's a high odds that uh, China will start to uh, slow down into the second half of this year. So that hit uh, Singapore economy as well. Kelvin, you mentioned margins will be under pressure and definitely closely watched. So let's take a look at the bright spots. Will they be enough to offset those margin pressures? And we can look at maybe perhaps loans. Will that be something to look at in terms of healthy momentum when we see border restrictions easing up and more business activities yes. picking up? So that kind of being offset, we call it the current uh, macro headwinds that we are witnessing right now in the markets. So uh, definitely we talk about in Asia and Singapore as a whole, uh, we kind of just reopen our borders. So there's kind of optimism about, we call it a short-term to near-term economy growth, then the big question we've got to ask ourselves, how long can this optimism last once uh, if, if macro headwinds starts to persist going forward in the next uh, six months or so? This is something that we, we've got to consider as analysts or as traders or you know, investors watching this, this, this particular team play or, or we call it a situation that starts to play out from here. Now, Kevin, let's uh, I think wrap things up with your view on which bank has the most upside from here on. Because I'm looking at DBS shares, uh, they're up mm. nearly 17% in the past year. UOB mm. up nearly 19%. OCBC trailing quite far behind with a rise of over 2%. So looking yes. at that and all the factors you mentioned, China, of course, OCBC has a greater play there. How yep, do you see definitely. the banks playing out? So what I could see over here is one thing positive uh, in terms of the local bank's uh, share price is being uh, pretty much uh, defensive in nature due to their constant stream of dividend payout. So if you look at the current dividend uh, payout price per share, all three banks on the average, they have a dividend year about 4.25%. Mm. So that is actually a healthy margin, I would say, and also a greater uh, surpass the Singapore government 10-year bond yield, which is at uh, 2.59% based on yesterday price. So this gives a of healthy margin as a defensive play going forward. Uh, overall, you would say that there's some macro headwinds that is still persistent in the near to medium term. So I do expect a bit of more sideways movement for the banking shares, uh, the three local banking shares, getting towards the near term to medium term. All right, sideways movement. And hopefully we see some action soon when we get more rate hike news coming through from the FOMC. Michelle Calvin Wong, <laughs> he is the analyst yeah. from CMC Markets. And I'm sure we'll catch up again with him soon for the next round of bank earnings. Kevin, thanks so much and have a great weekend in advance. You too. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.